Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Thomas, tonight on Truth News Headlines, I'll be posting an article that's just come out about Netanyahu, who is accusing Iran of developing secret projects to test and build nuclear weapons. When I saw the articles coming out, I immediately gave them to you and said, what's up with this story? Because our listeners are going to want to know. What's up? Well, people will think it's uh, World War III, of course, and they'll think that if this all has to do with the Iranian nuclear deal and whether or not Israel is going to, you know, get into a war with Iran, whether Iran is going to move weapons into Syria, getting closer to Israel, and then under the auspices of the cover of war and civil war in Syria, you know, strike at Israel. Well, Israel's already said that they will strike at Tehran if any missiles come at them from Syria, right? So all of those things will make people very confused because Trump has till May 12th to supposedly determine whether or not he is going to stay in this agreement with Iran. Well, remember, it is not a bilateral agreement. It's a, a group of six nations, including China, who think that Iran should not have nuclear weapons. Well, this gets a little complicated. We got to go back in history as always if we want to lay the foundation to understand that TED talk that uh, Bibi Netanyahu gave, which was absolutely so silly. Now, wait a minute. When you say that, this is the video that he did to present his findings that Iran still has nuclear capabilities and they have been building their nuclear program in secret. Yes. He gave a talk in Tel Aviv at the Ministry of, let's call it the Ministry of War, And, you know, he did the whole TED Talk thing, but he doesn't know how to use a a PowerPoint presentation very well. And, you know, he had his big reveal and he had his big message and he had, uh, you know, beautiful fabrics over the two, over the one, two bookshelves that held all the, the exact, exact materials that he stole in a special, amazing spy attack, a black ops attack. Uh, he can't really tell you much about. And then he takes off another piece of material and there's 183 CDs that have all this information on them. And then he's got this, you know, projection of his TED Talk up on the screen and he's trying to convince you that they just went into this uh, garage. He shows you a picture of a garage. And Could then be in- any garage. Any garage. And then inside that garage, which had no defensive systems whatsoever, were all these vaults and in these vaults were these secret things. Well, okay, you'd have to be an idiot Mr. Netanyahu, not to know that starting in 2005, America and Israel worked against the Iranian program in an active cyber warfare attack called Stuxnet. And it got out of hand because it was an Israeli-American project, which was very effective, which I'll describe in a minute. And then it started to be used in many other places, and that's, that's the reason it came to be known. But what it was was a cyber attack upon Iranian centrifuges that were, of course, uh, creating uranium, uh, enriching uranium. Now, generally, you can kind of get away with the lie that you're doing nuclear just, you know, for nuclear and you're not doing it for nuclear power until you really, uh, excuse me, for nuclear bombs, unless you really start to refine the uranium and then you take it into the step that you need. You you need highly uh, refined fissile material of uranium and plutonium. So you have to have certain enrichment capacities. Well, Iran was breaking the deal and they were doing this with their centrifuge project. And so Israel and America went in and basically caused them to have a malfunction through um, 
really what was a virus called Stuxnet, S-T-E-X, no, Stux, X-T-U-X-N-E-T, Stuxnet. And this is very famous. Everybody knows about this. And so it blew up their centrifuges and stopped them. And they basically, we got to stand back and say, you see, we blew up your attempts to create nuclear bombs because you threatened to use them all the time in Israel and America, all the time, nonstop. You know, your, your Ayatollah Khomeini, whoever one is in power at the time, never stops threatening America to kill all Americans. And same thing, you're going to blow up Israel. So we should, of course, allow them to have a bomb. No, wrong. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that this is what happened. So then in 2010, again, it was found that they were uh, underground. They had nuclear facilities and they were certainly planning to make a bomb. Everybody knows that. And in 2012, the uh, company in Texas, uh, Stratfor, uh, WikiLeaks put out uh, thousands of their emails showing that they had sent in an Israeli Kurdish team into Iran, into the subterranean nuclear facilities, grabbed all their materials, the very materials that Netanyahu says he just grabbed recently, wrong, grabbed all those materials, brought them out, bragged about them, and then blew up the facility. Now, this didn't get out much into the news because Iran didn't want anyone to know that they were doing this. And so those things were stolen a long time ago. They were stolen back in 2012. And so what he's probably showing you, in my opinion, is what they stole then. But he's making a big deal out of it because the Iran nuclear deal, uh, somehow Trump is going to decide whether he's going to stay in it after two th uh, May 12th because they've been breaking all the rules. Well, that's what I'm saying to you when I show this. I said, well, isn't the timing suspect here? Look, they could build thorium plants. They don't need nuclear. Please, stupid people right. out there who, right. uh, who believe that this is uh, has something to do with... <laughs> anything but building bombs and of course they have let's let's, well, wait let's a minute. put this Before in perspective you go there, just because some people may not understand what thorium is and we don't want to go into a big discussion here but in thorium you can create energy but without the detrimental uh energy that you would find in bombs so the reason they like to use uranium is it can at bombs making bombs or as a byproduct there is no need for such a thing as peaceful nuclear power plants when thorium can replace them. Right. There needs to be no uranium in which except then for Hillary the starting But and material. all these uranium one thugs aren't going to get their big money if we if if the gig's up and the game's over and people know about thorium. Exactly. So the game of playing nuclear weapons is look what happened in North Korea. North Korea said they were going to build a bomb a long time ago. His dad said this. Kim's dad said this. And so what happened? Russia came in and gave them untold amounts of money to build nuclear power plants so that they would not create a plutonium enrichment plant or these enrichment plants specifically for making weapons. And what happened? They built two plants for them, and then they built the enrichment plant. And so Russia came in and closed down the nuclear power plants and said, okay, if you, you know, destroy the enrichment plant, 
started at the nuclear power plants with another agreement. What happened? They built the enrichment plant to get back again. And then America got involved. And I think it was Clinton and then later Obama continued to pay $4.5 billion to North Korea to say, please don't build a nuclear bomb. Don't have these enrichment plants. Don't take the plutonium created from your nuclear plants and use it for weapons. And they said, of course we won't. Just give us the $4.5 billion. So here's what really happened there. I, I should make this perfectly clear for people. Korea, North Korea, went nuts with the material that we gave them, $4.5 billion. They bought basically used missiles from the Ukraine and other satellite countries from the USSR when it collapsed. And that's where they got these missiles, these warheads, and that's where they got some of the, uh, the fissile material that they use for the warheads. But they're idiots. And so they exploded the mountain and they lost a lot of people. And it's now radioactive and there's vents coming out of that mountain. So as I said, they will never ever be able to put a nuclear warhead, an active one, on one of their missiles because they're mixing and matching parts. They really don't have a program. They didn't have enough money spent in to make it work. So they were basically, you know, it was a Frankenstein missile project just sewed together. And so there are explosions underground, which he was using as his threat. And he, you know, he was basically shooting off firecrackers. He was shooting off the things he had bought from other countries to show us his power and his might. And he was shooting off missiles that weren't even his, they weren't even his technology. And so what happened? When the mountain collapsed, China now knows that. China, if we drop a missile on their nuclear facility in North Korea, we will expose China and North Korea and everyone around there to radiation, massive amounts of radiation created by this. So what does Kim now say? Oh, please, Mr. President, we want peace. We're going to join peace with South Korea because we want them to come up and clean up our nuclear mess through the U.S. is what he's really saying to himself. And please, Mr. President, do not bomb us. Because the only place we would bomb them is to put their nuclear power plant, nuclear war machine out of commission, which means where they create the enrichment and where they put together the missiles and where they fire them and where they test them. And so they're looking at a huge, huge nuclear disaster that has happened in North Korea. Nobody wants to mention this. And when did this happen? Well, let's... When Eric Schmidt went there, by the way, Eric oh, E. Yes. Schmidt went there. And then what happened? This happened. Isn't that interesting? And where is he? He hasn't shown up. I keep saying, Eric, where are you? He's like, where's where's Waldo? So that is the perspective we need to have. Now, what happened in Iraq? Israel came in and blew the snot out of their nuclear facility because they knew they were going to make weapons out of it. What happened in Syria? Israel came in and blew the snot with hundreds, literally, I'm going to, there were actually thousands, but I don't want people to think I'm exaggerating. Israel blew it, it every speck of it away. Same thing in Iraq. Why? Because they're not going to allow any nation near them to get the bomb. Now, why they've allowed Pakistan, I don't know. That's because, you know, we work with them. Israelis, the Mossad works with the Israeli intelligence, the Pakistani intelligence and the American intelligence. And, you know, and now Israel's working with Saudi intelligence. Isn't that amazing? It's the United States of America and Israel. We shouldn't forget that. And that's the reason that uh, this is all the preface to just, let's go back. 2005, they started with this nonsense in Iran. We, we wiped them out, we in Israel, with the cyber attack of Stutnex. Then they continued. And then in 2012, Israel and the Kurdish 
that the Kurd are the best fighters around. They went in and they captured this material that he's probably parading now. And, uh, you know, they basically saw, okay, this is a storage facility. And they weren't doing anything with it because why? They don't really have the capacity anymore. They can go buy these things. They don't need to do a nuclear program. They can buy tactical nuclear weapons. So I'm going to point that out why and the proof of that in just a second. So Iran doesn't care about that. Iran cares about the fact that it has an agreement with six nations to lift the sanctions and for them to have inspectors come in and look at their stupid nuclear program, who should be saying make it thorium. Excuse me. That was a sidebar. But what is really happening? No, the sanctions had to do with buying weapons. So we froze them in sanctions a long time ago. $400 million was frozen of their money. And that was given back by Obama with interest in the $2 billion in cash in whatever denomination that Iran wanted it on big pallets. We delivered $2 billion in cash. And what did it buy? The very first thing that was bought before the sanctions were lifted was what? And we saw pictures of it. It's a fact. Russian defensive missiles for Iran. They bought all kinds of missiles. They bought tactical surface-to-surface -surface missiles. These are the very ones that are attacking Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, the ones that they've shot four of them out of the air. These are the ones they bought from the Russians. That's the ones down in Yemen. The ones that just got blown up in Syria, though is, is, Israel doesn't admit that they just blew them up. They just had four of these sites blown up and these are surface-to-surface -surface missiles, which they were going to certainly aim at Israel and shoot at Israel, just as Iran knew when they gave these missiles to Yemen that they would shoot them at uh, Saudi Arabia. Hello, hello, uh, where is everybody? This is, <laughs> it's so obvious what's going on. It's absolutely pathetic. So we watched all the Russian missiles go in, the same missiles that are now in Syria, defending supposedly Syria and defending Russia. Well, they've never sent one of those missiles into the air to defend Syria, now have they? They just got hit again with four massive attacks on Sunday night. And they attacked what? Surface-to-surface -surface air missiles. And where did those missiles come from? Barack Obama paid for them. Now, um, when you say that, I, I always uh, think about Valerie Jarrett and her uh, deep ties to Iran. Does anything uh, register for you on that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's She goes uh, very deep back into all of this. She's, she's well, you know, has she's her been, intent to her name of what is, she wants. Yeah, her name is very quiet right now. We, we do talk a lot about Susan Rice and Samantha Power and some of these second and third tier players with Obama. But let's not forget Valerie Jarrett as we start looking at this Iran situation. Valerie Jarrett and the Chicago mob are under fire that people like us are putting them underneath so that they have to be somewhat quiet because their evil deeds are coming out. And what's happening in Iran is Israel already flew two stealth bombers over Tehran. And what did they just say recently, two days ago? If a missile comes from Syria towards Israel or at any of our airplanes, we will blow up Tehran. We will bomb Tehran. Now, have any Iranian Guard missiles, whether they were from those attack helicopters that they blew up the day after Trump bombed Syria with Britain and France? Remember Israel? We went into this in great detail. Hardly anyone else did. They continued to bomb even afterwards, and they bombed uh, on the Monday before the Friday that Trump and 
France and Germany bombed. And then on Saturday, they bombed again because they didn't think that <laughs> that that Trump and May and Macron were thorough enough. And what are they doing now? They just last night bombed four new sites. But who are those? Those are Iranian guard sites, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard sites. And they literally killed almost exclusively Iranian guard. But Thomas... So, I, there's just so much here, and I don't know that I'm, I have a clearer head after talking to you now. I think I'm <laughs> even more messed up. Oh, sorry. Oh, let me tell you. I see this headline. I watch the video. I go, this is not what it's intended to be. It looks fake, phony, and fraud to me. I love how you call it a BB TED Talk because that nails it. That's what it kind of looked like. Even in the opening statements, I go, well, that could have been any document. I've seen those pictures on the Internet before. Well, that case that you've got there of CDs, really? They don't put those things on hard drives that you put in your pocket? I mean, the whole thing looked like a production. So that's why I ask you to look at it. So tell me, without going into all the weeds, what is his objective? What is he trying to do with this little TED Talk? Oh, I hadn't gotten there yet. Well, no it's wonder. it's taking so long. I'm, I'm losing you in the weeds. I'm having fun. I People know you are, but the rest of us just want to get to the point. This is brilliant. Okay, get to it. BB sends his attack aircraft onto the Golden Heights, fires his missiles, blows up their missiles. They don't even know who attacked them. They don't even know where the attack came from. And now that Trump, France, and Britain have bombed them, who is going to be blamed? Nobody. There have been over 200 specific attacks, and some of those specific airstrike attacks from Israel against Syria, almost all of them have been against Hezbollah, which are Iranian-backed forces. Now that Iran has conquered Iraq and moved into Syria and it's trying to set up its bases there, we can expect, as we told you the other day and told you repeatedly, that Netanyahu is going to continue to bomb the holy snot out of them. And God forbid Iran if they ever build anything above ground or below ground. Remember, So is this his excuse to continue bombing them? He's going to continue to bomb and has no, that has no bearing whatsoever. Well, then why does he get out and Iranian do this deal? little propaganda talk? That's for the Iranian deal. That was his contribution to trying to convince Trump, who he thinks is must be an idiot, and Trump has already outsmarted him. He has no idea. I won't even tell you what Trump has planned for him. But anyway, the point is, is that that he's not going to convince anybody with that nonsense. Okay, so nothing to worry about. It move along. Well, no. What's going to happen is Trump is going to say the following, as he did with TPP: I don't get into multilateral deals, especially with China as one of the bargainers. And other countries I can't trust. I won't even name those countries. But there's six countries involved in the Iranian stupid deal. All of them want to sell things to Iran. So when we gave $2 billion, they bought weapons. Those weapons are now going into Syria. They have just been blown up. I don't know why Saudi Arabia... Well, you know, Saudi Arabia now has a deal with Israel. And they probably soon will be begging Israel to do the same kind of bombing to these surface-to-surface missiles that are attacking Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, because Israel and Saudi Arabia have a deal that they now support each other. Imagine that, Jews and Muslims in a deal to protect each other's life. Isn't that amazing? Anyway, so here's what's happening. Trump is going to get out of that deal as he gets out of all deals. And he says, I want a bilateral deal with you, Iran. I don't care that you want to scream, you want to kill me. So did little Kim. Now Little Kim is sitting down because Little Kim is getting what Little Kim wants. And what does Little Kim wants? He wants us to come in 
through South Korea and bury the nuclear problem he created and make North Korea as prosperous as South Korea because China is in an overt war now using live munitions in their exercises and flexing their muscles against Taiwan as we predicted would happen. The real war is not... We're seeing peace in North Korea only because China is allowing it and because China is taking Taiwan lock, stock, and barrel. They used to have a semblance of a national government, but now no, no more. And China has even said, and uh, threatening the whole world, and America can't help you. Now there's other nations like Tibet that they've taken over and they're going to do more. There's sections of India they want. There's sections. Okay, but we're talking that. about Iran. So Iran, the Iran deal, Trump is going to do a separate deal with them. Okay. Period. Now, I don't know what that deal is going to be, but here's what the deal is going to entail. The deal is going to entail the huge, like one of the second largest uh, liquid gas reserves in between Iran and Qatar, and they both have international uh, agreement rights to that oil. As long as we keep everything destabilized in the area and Qatar doesn't just go whole hog like Israel did in the Levant, uh, in, in the oil offshore there in Israel, and that's the whole, one of the big reasons for the destabilization there, is he's going to do a deal with that oil, and he's going to cut France out. France tried to put an oil line in illegally during the sanctions so that they could, they could again, control a big section of Iranian oil. Wrong. Russia and China have, have infiltrated into Iran, and now no one knows where it's going to go. Now Trump is on probably one of the uh, most amazingly unlevel grounds in, in uh, trade wars and oil wars uh, in history in Iran, and the way that that then filters into the uh, east, excuse me, into the uh, west through Iraq and then to Syria and into the Mediterranean and to Europe. It's the key factor. Who is going to get the oil out of Iran? Is the oil out of Iran going to get there before the oil out of Qatar? That's the question. That's the reason they want to put, that's the reason Qatar had this tiff with Saudi Arabia. They want to put a pipeline in there. They're fighting over the rights of the pipeline because they don't want to run it under, underwater. They want to run it through Saudi Arabia. And then Saudi Arabia wants to gen, just run a huge pipeline into Europe. So it's that pipeline, Qatar, Saudi Arabia's pipeline, coming in and Israel gets a piece of that now. That's the reason Israel's defending Saudi Arabia. That's what Trump went there to to do. He's saying, look, I'm, I, I have some in with Israel. Nobody does, but I do. And you know, I'm bringing some of this to the table. And then Iran is fighting with Iraq and Syria to get that oil line through. And Turkey doesn't want it to happen. The Kurds don't want it to happen. They want it to continue to go through the north of Iraq, through the Kurdish land, so that they get their cut off the pipeline. I don't know. It seems to me like all this is just games being played by the petrodollar bankers. Because if we would convert more of our energy um, production using thorium, we wouldn't need all this gas and oil the way that it's structured now, of course, that would collapse the petrodollar. So it seems to me that we're, this is just a play the bankers continue to make on us in civilization. If Netanyahu can convince Trump to get out of the deal and collapse the deal and go back to sanctions and put threats upon Iran, he may get out of going to jail. Here, there's okay, the bottom line. You didn't That's what you wanted me to say, no, right? No, That's, you, no. The bottom line is that. Well, like, the bottom He's line is... He's fighting for his life just like Mueller is fighting for his life and Comey's life because they're right. all in bed together. But I look, always look at it deeper. If you have this incredible energy source, and thorium is not the only one. We know of many. And it's being suppressed. The people don't know about it. We can't use it. It's all there to 
prop up this stinking petrodollar, which is the Federal Reserve, which is the, you know, we're doing the work on Serco and the Crown Agents and the Golden Share of the Queen and who really runs this planet. And it all comes down to the bankers. And a person like Henry Kissinger and the yes. Council on Foreign Relations they who had said no the... no business taking this off the gold standard. The petrodollar. I mean, it's such a scam. And so we're caught up in it. So America is, 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 is as deep as uh, Britain and France are in Iran. We are in Saudi Arabia. And Britain is in Israel, in Jordan, in, in the whole Levant, basically. So as they're all moving these chess pieces all around playing the gas, oil, uranium game, I just go, why don't we get on a different plane and, and, and see energy in a different way? We wouldn't be beholden to this you know, grip that petrodollar has on us. Yes, but we got to remember, yes, I agree with you totally, wholeheartedly, but we have to remember that he's got to turn this dinosaur around very slowly. Oh, yes, of course. You can't make the dinosaur oh, dance because the I dinosaur think... bureaucracy and the way this corporate money has gone for so long that they're not going to give up one penny of it. This is for their own dynasty and their children. They will. This is thicker than blood for them. Money's thicker than blood for them. And I understand that, but I always like to remind people that we don't have to play their game. We actually can take our ball and go play in a different sandbox. Are you telling me that you hold Joe Biden as an irresponsible person for putting Hunter Biden, who knows nothing about oil, on the largest liquid gas oil company and an oil company in Ukraine, a paid position. Are you telling me that that's not right? That he's a politician. He put in his time. His son should be able to be placed in positions of our enemies. And that's the reason there's sanctions, because the sanctions are about oil going through Ukraine. And who's there for both of that? Who benefits from both of that? Ukraine and, and China. And then Joe Biden took his son over to China and got a $1.5 billion deal there too. And then who's in the middle? Russia. Russia keeps being put in the middle. No wonder they're so upset with us. And we've put sanctions on their Nord Stream uh, pipeline, uh, both the second part of it and the first part of it. And it's like, uh, with all these sanctions, no wonder. So you got to look at sanctions. you got to look at the fact that Iran is now nuclear. They probably are, have tactical nuclear weapons at this moment. So we really should not be messing with Iran. What we should be doing is what Israel should be doing instead of putting up this nice little presentation on why we shouldn't go ahead with the Iranian nuclear deal. Well, if they are in, if, if they're not complying with the deal, we should close it down immediately, period. Should we have ever lifted sanctions? Uh, well, according to the inspectors, they are complying with the deal. They have no underground facilities anymore. They'd admit that those underground facilities existed and they were blown up in 2012. Well, then that admits that they're crooks, they're criminals, they're liars. So who's telling the truth? Well, they're both lying. So, you know, uh, but why? They're lying for their own national survival is what it's about. And if we want to talk about the truth of the matter, is all they really want to do is get that liquid gas up out of the waters in between Qatar and Iran. That is what is at stake here. And those, that oil and then the oil that has been found in the Golden Heights and in, in what's called um, the, the, um, the, the Mediterranean Levant oil find. This is all what Israel's focusing on, bringing up unbelievable untold billions of dollars worth of oil and they're defending it. But when they shoot missiles at Syria, they're in their own airspace. That's the reason that nobody can say there's, they're doing anything wrong. And they're going to continue to do this. And if you enter into their airspace, and remember, they don't really own Golan Heights. They stole it. 
And if you enter their Golan Heights airspace, or if you bring any Iranian materials that can harm them into Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Palestine, Iraq, or anywhere else, and including soon Iran. And here's what's going to happen. I'll predict this. There's no World War III is not coming. This is measured attacks by Israel because they are under attack themselves. So if there is a missile, surface-to-surface missile shot at Israel, as was shot at Saudi Arabia, they will blow up their top priorities in Iran. That is not World War III, folks. That is not World War III. That is nothing more than the same old, same old. We used to have Saddam Hussein try to keep the uh, balance of power between Iraq and Iran. And that's the reason we, at different points, have militarized both of them so that they could stand each other off. So the Sunnis and the Shiites, the Shias, will not fight with each other. Or if they do, they will fight each other. And now, no, the the Shia Iranian Hezbollah Hamas Palestinian Liberation Organization have all moved through Iraq and into Syria and into Lebanon and probably soon will be in Jordan. And Israel knows this is happening, so they are fighting for their life. And on the other hand, they have now have for the first time Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Qatar, and uh, uh, Bahrain and others on the other side supporting them on the Sunni side. So what we're seeing is not World War III. We're seeing the same old, same old, and we shouldn't be too surprised by it.